we are back. Arnold keeps talking with Mac. My God, what's up, man? How you doing today? How's I'm doing great, man. Blessed, blessed to see another day. How you doing? I'm very happy. I'm always blessed to see another day, but I'm happy because we got sports every day, and I'm extremely happy because college football is back, and I know what people are going to say. College football has been back. No, the big boys are back, which is SEC. the SEC. Alabama, Georgia, Missouri. Who else we got? Texas A&M. Just the big boys, like... Like Shug Knight said, you know, you don't want your producers being on videos, all over this, all over that. If you want to play in the NFL, come to the SEC. We have a lot to cover, but we're happy that college football is back. First things first, you can find us on Twitter at A underscore Keeps Talking. That's mine. You can get at me anytime. You can find us on Instagram. What's the Instagram? It's Arlen Keeps Talking underscore with Mac. And you can find us on Facebook at Arlen Keeps Talking with Mac. Get at us. Get at us. Feel free to comment, argue, whatever, because you're still going to lose. I'm coming at people hard this time. But, like we said, college football is back. But we also got week three of the NFL after a crazy week two, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then we got these NBA playoffs down to the four with the Eastern Conference Finals, Boston Celtics, and the Miami Heat. And the Western Conference Finals, Los Angeles Lakers and the Denver Nuggets. And I feel like it's only right we start with the home team. With the home team on the NBA side. Mm-hmm. And we're going to recap everything else. But let's start, you know, let's let's dribble this up, shoot this ball. And let's start with the Eastern Conference Finals. The series is 3-2 Miami. I'm surprised that going into last night's game, Boston was down 3-1. Right? And they saved their season. They saved, they literally saved their season. And in the beginning of that first half, it looked like their season was over. To make it clear, the Celtics did one last night, 121 to 108. Right? The first half, they did not look like the Celtics. They looked like they were going to, it was done. See, season was over. Go to Cancun. That's the famous line now, right? Go to Cancun. But in the third quarter, they stepped it up and we saw the real Boston Celtics. And the fourth quarter, they finished strong. They won 121 to 108. Jimmy Butler was no show, negative 13. Tyler Hero, Mr. Game 4, 37 points, was a no show yesterday. It was garbage points, garbage time points. He was saying everything with like two minutes mm-hmm. left in the game. But Tatum, man, Tatum was 31 points, 8 for 22. Didn't have a good three-point night, but he was aggressive. He was yep. plus 10. Marcus Smart, um, 12 points, 3 for 9, you know, 2 for 5 from 3. Jalen Brown stepped it up. 12 for 20, 12 for 23, 4 for 10 from 3, plus 11. Daniel Tice, man, he yep. had a big game. Daniel Tice, ladies and gentlemen, is 6'8", and he's playing like he's 6'11". They finally broke the zone. For those who don't know, the Celtics have been getting killed by 2-3 zone. What 2-3 zone is, for those who don't know, you got two defenders on top of the perimeters, and you got three um, defenders in the paint. So what the zone does is as soon as you drive, those three defenders in the paint go to you, go to you and force you to kick out. Makes it very difficult to score. And that's how the Miami Heat's been winning and finally got it together, man, because it, it's, man, it was, it was, yo, if you're telling me this team who is technically superior than the Miami Heat and you're losing five, that wasn't going to be good. What do you think? What, what was your translation of what happened? So yesterday, um, Miami looked like they were going to close out the series in that first half. They mm-hmm. looked like the hungrier team. They looked like they were the, the better team. And let's be honest, Miami right. should have been up by 25 in that first half. Yep, they, they should have been. They should have been. Um, but then the Celtics, they got it together. Uh, they, they, I, I feel like they utilized... I don't know if you want to call them bigs because in terms they're not they're not really bigs in terms of what the NBA has, but they were the Celtics bigs. You know, you you had um, 
you had Gordon Hayward coming in, you had Tice, you had um uh Cantor coming off the bench. That was big. Yeah, that was, that was big. big. I think he gave in him a little minutes. spark. In yeah, minutes, he gave him a spark. spark. So I, I they utilized the bigs that they had to the to, to the to their best ability. Um and then the second half, the Celtics just the, the momentum switch. You had Jason Tatum hitting everything. You had Kemba Walker. Uh you had Jalen Brown. Everybody seemed to be on all cylinders. Everything was clicking for the Celtics. Um and they totally changed the narrative of that game and they saved their season at least for one more game. So I said it um that the Celtics are a more superior team mm. than the Miami Heat. Yep. Let's be clear, right? Game one, the Miami Heat won by one possession. Game two, the Miami Heat won by two possessions again, or one or two possessions. Game three, the Celtics won by more than 10 points, right? Game four, Miami won by one possession, and yesterday was a blowout. It's telling you that the, the Miami Heat are not beating the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics are beating themselves with the amount of turnovers that they're having the missed threes yeah. and those opportunities those chances that you're taking like Marcus Smart like I think he he fits better when he he's doing his assisting mm-hmm. you know driving driving the basketball getting the ball out to like Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum but taking those unnecessary shots and missing them like don't get me wrong like he had one game when he was hot but ever since then he goes up for that three and I'm just like what are you doing Smart Mark you're not Curry you know what I'm no. saying like that that's not your game you, you play better when you you, you drive your assists and one thing that really pissed me off from game four was the Celtics got him in the bonus mm-hmm. with like six minutes left in the fourth quarter in game four. Mm-hmm. When you're in the bonus, this is what I was taught. Right? Bonus is every little touch, every foul is automatic, two free throws, right? Yeah. If you get fouled beyond three point line, that's three free throws, you whatever. When you're in the bonus, you need to attack the rim. Attack the rim, draw those fouls, go to the line, because they're giving you free baskets, basically. Man, they were forcing it from three in game four. And game five yesterday were like five, six minutes to go in the third quarter. They got that second chance, and they got in the bonus. And you know what they did? They were driving to the basket. So when they got to 10, Miami hit a three, get it by seven, hit a two, get it by eight. You know mm-hmm. what they did in the next position? Attack the rim, get in the bonus, get free throws. That's what you need to do. Miami's a very physical team. You're going to get those calls. And if you can take advantage of those calls, it's all for it. I think in the first half, they were too focused on winning game six and seven, mm-hmm. where you need to focus on winning one game. You win one game, then you get on to the next one, and that's what it looks. Next game, yep. You, they shouldn't worry about game seven. There's no game seven. You need to worry about tomorrow. Yep. Tomorrow. Game six, 7.30, you need that game to win. To win, you need that game. And that's the only game you need to focus on. Winning every quarter, winning every turnover battle, playing elite defense, and you got this. I think they're going to go seven. I honestly think they're going to go seven. But if they come out, turning the ball over, and give, it's over. It's over. Are, are you ruling them out, or you've got this game ending tomorrow in game six? I don't know. Um, that's not an answer. You need to say either you got them or you don't. Listen, it's just um, point blank. Listen, so they, they, they outplayed the Miami Heat. They played Celtic basketball for the first time yesterday in the whole series. The whole series. Um, can you keep Jimmy Butler down consistently for the they next couple been. games? They have been. They have. Actually, they have they, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but the rest of the pieces around them. Like, My thing is that you need to stop the, sh- the shooters. You took Tyler Hero out of the game yesterday, which was big. It was big because that kid – I want to say one thing about Tyler Hero. Even when he misses, it looks like he's going to yeah, hit. Yeah. That kid's shot just looks automatic. It's like – I get Steph Curry vibes from that guy. You know, like when Steph Curry had that one year where it was just like mm-hmm. he'll just pull up from anywhere and shoot it. Tyler Hero, I, I feel like – I'm like, damn, is he going to make it? Is he going to make it? Is he going to make it? Okay, okay, good, good, good. Like, he's automatic. Um, 
I, I get what you're trying to say, and I feel like the shooters are a big point to what they do because once you take the shooting away, they, it's hard, it's hard for them to create offense. Mm-hmm. But when they, and, but these guys cut a lot, man. These guys must be running like crazy sprints in practice because they they're always moving up and down, court, it's side yep. to side. They they know what they're doing. But yep, I, I'm looking forward and hopefully they win Game Six and hopefully we get a seven. Um, let's move over, move on to the Lakers and the Nuggets. I said Nuggets in six out of respect, but I think the Lakers is in five. The series is up three one. They put they, the Lakers did in Game Four what the Clippers should have done the whole series against the Nuggets. Put Kawhi on Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. LeBron said, "Screw that! I'm gonna go guard him," and he shut him down. They got a big win. Tonight's a closeout game. I see the Lakers closing out the game. I don't. I don't think there's no more three one. The Lakers are aware, just like. The Lakers were aware that they lost the first two game ones of the previous series. And they're aware that the Nuggets have came back from 3-1 deficits in their previous series. So the Lakers are going to treat this like it's their elimination game. They mm-hmm. know they got three games to do it. But I'm pretty sure knowing how LeBron is and watching LeBron, he's going to try to get it done tonight. Yep. So this is the Nuggets' third consecutive 3-1, 3-1 in a series. Mm-hmm. Um, the first two times, maybe I think the first time people were like, okay, that's a fluke. Um, that's a fluke. Second time, okay, you beat the Clippers. You, you, so you're respectable. No one's sleeping on you now. I, I think the Lakers, the Lakers are, they're expecting this now. So they respect the Nuggets. Everyone knows what the Nuggets are capable of. Everyone knows what Murray's capable of. You got to throw LeBron, and I agree with you. I think you made a good point when you said Kawhi Leonard should have been the one covering Murray. But now LeBron James and the Lakers, they know. They're aware of what the Nuggets bring to the series. So I, uh, I see the Lakers closing it out tonight. I see as well. It's like, and hopefully, you know, if they get this, if they win tonight and then they get to get this to another Game 7, that's going to be some amazing stuff because, man, if you're able to do that, that is something I... Tsh- and the way they've been balling, I hope we see Celtics versus Lakers. But the Heat got something to say about that. We're going to find out the final start next week. So mm-hmm. hopefully by the time we do our next podcast, we find out who's in the finals. And hopefully Celtics and Lakers. That's me. Even though you're not going to give a pick. You know, you got to give one pick. Who you, do you think the Celtics are going to force a game seven? I'm going to say yes. Okay. I'm going to go with yes. He's, he's a, a hesitant. He's a hesitant. Yes, I mean. Cause I just, I, I mean, up until yesterday, I didn't like what the what the Boston Celtics were doing against the Miami Heat. You know, it was just it's pull up, zone, pull zone. up, pull up, shoot the three, pull up, shoot the three, and you're missing almost everything. But yesterday, they, they changed up the offense. Like I said, they brought in, you know, quote unquote, their bigs, and they they, they changed the pace of the game. All right then, all right then. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the NFL week three. Okay. I want to make this known before you know. Well, we do our picks, whatever. You want to recap week two a little bit? We can recap week two because that's exactly where I was going, Mm -hmm. you know? We can recap. It's just, you know, Mr. Nice Guy, I got got some standings here that I think they're really interesting if I can find them here. No wonder I couldn't find them because it makes it seem like they were deleted. Let me ask you one question real quick. So far, Mm -hmm. two weeks in the season, I am 23-9 in my picks, and you are 21. Excuse me. I am 24-9 counting the Miami Dolphins, and you are 21-12 with our NFL picks. So I just want to let the people know that I am leading the charge, like always. And 
What were you gonna say before I okay. give you that uh, that stuff? Yours, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll let you have that for now. I think I took the Dolphins game. I, t- I took the Dolphins to to win that game. So no, you said Jaguars. I have the touch. I, take, uh, I said who you anyway, like, and you said Jaguars. I, I was gonna bet on the Dolphins. It anyway. matters. About anyway, whatever. So let's go. Neither here, or there. So, what what is your? Who is the best team in the NFL right now? Who is the worst team and who is the surprise team? The best team in the NFL right now, the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. They are the best team in the NFL. Interesting. Mm -hmm. They had two formidable opponents, right? And they beat both of them, right? Easy. Cleveland, formidable because they got a squad and they went into Baltimore last year and they beat them, right? And then they faced Houston. Houston won that division last year. And they beat the brakes out of Houston. And it's fair to say that they are the best team in football right now. And anybody who disagrees is smoking a whole bunch of stuff they shouldn't be smoking. Okay, so who do you have as the worst team? The worst team we'll have? Wow. There's a lot of... That has to be the Bengals. Has to be the Bengals. Has to be... Now, my the biggest disappointment are two teams, I think, which are the Vikings and the Falcons. And we'll get into that later. Uh-huh. Especially after this crazy weekend that we just had a week two. Yep. Right? And but then your surprise team. My surprise team? <sighs> Damn, I'm trying to think, man. My surprise team? I think it should be like a... You should hit this out the park. No. Because it wouldn't be the Raiders. Because I like no? the Raiders going into the season. That's a good question. It wouldn't be... I, 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 do I, I don't think I have a surprise team. Because... No? No, I really don't. I really don't because I expected what the Raiders to be doing. Right, so now, if the Jag- if the Jaguars would have beat the Dolphins, that would have been my surprise team right there. But they didn't beat the Dolphins. And that being the Jaguars eventually. They'll find ways to be the Jaguars. So, my best team yeah. right now, looking, um, watching all the games, somebody come as a surprise. I have the LA Rams as the best team in football right now. Okay. I think they just you, – you have all pieces. You have – you have Aaron Donald there, you know. You you have the guy who you call overrated, d- playing DB, um, who I think is pre- he, he's playing he, he's playing up to his contract. And then the offense looks like the offense it was when they played in the Super Bowl, or not in the Super Bowl, but the year that they got to the Super Bowl, um, and before they laid an egg in the Super Bowl. But they look good. Um, worst team, New York Jets. <laughs> New York Jets, Adam Gate. Uh, that's it. New York, New York Jets, and then surprise team is uh, the Raiders. I didn't expect. I know. I know you called it, but I didn't. I didn't see it. But Derek Carr is actually playing pretty good. Defense is pretty solid. I, I, I like Jacobs. Like I told you, I, I thought Jacobs was pretty solid. And see, and see how we're getting to Raiders. We can just jump into that game with mm-hmm. England, right? And we can talk about both real quick. I think Derek Carr is being neutralized. I think he's neutralizing himself. Derek Carr has a very strong arm. He has a big arm, right? Mm-hmm. He has Ruggs and Waller, right? He averages the low, the, the lowest um, yards per pass, which is about six yards, which is insane. And I get it. You got you got you got Josh Jacobs here, who's a monster. But you know, you got to get your receivers a chance, right? You got two young receivers, and they're not old. They're these are young, fresh body receivers mm-hmm. with some speed and some hands, and they got drafted where they got drafted for a reason. And you got arguably the guy who's making the case. As the best tight end in football, he's yeah, he's he, not is he's not the best tight end in football. He's making the case because he's he's I think he's faster and bigger than Kelsey and, and Kittle. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think he's faster and bigger, and plus he's younger. Now people like to discourage Kelsey. Kelsey is the best tight end in football until he loses that spot. To me, he's the best tight end in football, right? But you don't always have that stance either. 
I did it because Gronk was ball overall. Like I said, I like production. I like durability and production, and he's and he's been productive and durable the past yep. five six years. So you're gonna give it to him. You're gonna give it to him. But um, yeah, I like the Raiders. I don't see the Raiders going to New England and being the Patriots, right? The way they beat the Saints, nobody nobody expected that. I didn't expect that. Drew Brees looked dead. It looked dead, and it's sad because Drew Brees looked nothing without Michael Thomas. I think it's more about you know not having a because he hasn't looked he didn't look good in the in the, in the game before that against the Tampa Bay Bucks. He, he had so, nobody to throw the ball to except and, for Alvin Kamara. And, and, and I feel I have this stance on both him and Brady right now. Mm-hmm. I texted you when we talked about this. I say they they both look their age right now. They're both showing. Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady beat the Carolina Panthers this week, but he didn't do it looking good. Like his offense, his numbers weren't. His QBR was horrible. Um, and then Drew Brees as well. Like Drew Brees. Like, not having Michael Thomas usually is not even an excuse. He's done this with so many different characters, so many different people. So it's like, you still have Sanders. You still have Jerry Cook. You still have Taysom Hill. You still have Aaron Kamara. You still have, you know, so you have weapons. I At this point, I'm not going to say um, definitively it's their age. You know, it could be a lack of preseason. It could be lack of uh, offseason um, things, stuff like that. But... It's not looking good for both of them. But sticking to the Raiders and the Patriots, right? Because this is the first game we're working out, right? The mm-hmm. Raiders make Drew Brees look old. Um, honestly, if the Raiders' secondary, it's, it's improving. It's improving. Um, the linebacker got a pick six. He read that read pretty well off Drew Brees. They have energy. They have excitement. It's a new stadium. You know, maybe, you know, that pumped them up. And the way they control the clock, like, I think one of the key parts of the game was um, for the Raiders where well, most people won't do it. I think they're at like they're at like their 45, 48 yard line. I mm-hmm. think something like that. I remember off the top of my head, right? So it's fourth down. There's like two and a half minutes to go, and they respect Drew Brees. Um, John Gruden has the option to kick a field goal or punt it. Now, if they punt it, most likely the team, the Saints, are gonna get it at the five or ten yard line with no timeouts, right? John Gruden decides to go for it. I think it was like a 53 yard field goal. Now, if he misses mm-hmm. it, Drew Brees gets the ball right there, right? If he makes it, it's game over. He made it, game over. So that shows me that they're playing with more confidence and a lot of more cojones because that they basically had a perfect game. The penalty number was outstanding compared to the number that the Saints had. Oh, man. And to play New England, you got to play perfectly. I just don't see – I don't see Derek Carr, especially with a banged-up Josh Jacobs, a banged-up Waller, a short week coming into New England after the performance that New England had against Seattle. New England have probably the best loss, and no loss is the best loss. The best loss that they had in 10 years because they had a underperforming team coming into the season that nobody knew about. And they went, they were literally one play away from beating Seattle Seahawks who are playing the best football. So I have Seattle, I have New England covering the spread against the Las Vegas Raiders and beating them. They're going to cover that five and a half. So take, do not take the points, take the run line. I'm going to go to Patriots on that one. Who'd you, who'd you I agree with you on that one. I'm gonna take um, I'm gonna take the Patriots. You're gonna take the Patriots. Yeah, just straight straight game up on that one. And I would just like to say, I mean, the only way I see the Raiders winning this game is if they control the clock, which they have all they have the pieces they need to. You have a good run game. You have a good defense. Um, and I think that's what they did with and the also, Saints. We don't know what cam we're getting because like that's yeah. like I told you, week one so, we saw the running cam, and week two the Seahawks were expecting the running cam, uh-huh. and they got the passing cam. So that's. That's where the dual threat, and that's what makes the Patriots versatile and compatible because Belichick's a chameleon, right? Mm-hmm. Now he has a quarterback who's also a chameleon, and it, it, it's scary. It's yeah. scary, man. It, Can it's I scary. just point out one thing? What's up? How did I say the Patriots as a Seattle game was going to end? Yeah, you did say that. I said it was going to end either. I said it was going to field goal, and you're like down to the last second play. Down to the last second play, and I said it's going to be in Cam's hands. 
one of the best games I've seen in a while. Yep, that's going to be in Cam's hands now. I had Cam running in, running it in for the uh, the touchdown, but it didn't go that way. Seattle called it good. Um, I think they went to the well a couple to, uh, a, a couple times. You know, they were able to get it into the end zone off Cam. I think maybe twice, and they tried it for the third time, and, and you know, Seattle scouted it good. Um, maybe should have thrown it at the one yard line this time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, right, moving on. We got Houston and Pittsburgh, right? Houston, so far, it's only been two weeks, but they've been the biggest, one of the biggest disappointments, right? Yep. And then the Steelers, the Steelers look like they're back. But, like I said, like, the Steelers, they put some hurting on some boys last week, right? Drew Locke, out for four, six weeks. Courtney Sutton, their big wide receiver, he's out for the season with a torn ACL. But that was more of a, I think it was a turnover. He, he was breaking up a plate. Mm-hmm. Man, I think this is a must win for the Texans, but I don't see the Texans going into Huntsville against that defense being the, P- the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. The Pittsburgh Steelers are favorite by four. I think it's going to be a fo- field goal game, but I think the Steelers are going to improve to 3-0 because they look good the past two games. They look good the past two games. Um, I, was, I feel like they should have put up more points against the Broncos, who were hurt. But yeah, man, I, I got I got the Steelers on that one. Who you got? I got the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I'm gonna give the points to Houston in this one. Okay. Uh, I don't think I got uh, a field goal game. Yeah. P- Pittsburgh's not gonna cover the spread on I this don't one. Think they're gonna cover the uh, spread but I do have Pittsburgh winning. Um, Houston just has to get it together, man. Their their offense it, it looks horrible. It looks sluggish. Um, no, no, no receivers can get open, and you, you're not going to play. T, like you got TJ Watt, um, you got Fitzpatrick. Like, Steelers' defense is real good. You got to go in there. If, I, if I'm correct, they're playing at Heinz Field. Yeah. Yup, they're playing at Heinz Field. I mean, the crowd isn't there, so it's not going to be a factor. But um, still, I have uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I think all, their defense is going to be able to beat what is not, what is not an offense for uh, Houston. And we agree on that. Um, so yeah, let's let's move on because there's it's a lot of good games. What I say about Kirk Cousins? Yeah, he's in trouble. Yeah, he's in trouble. Owen two. Yeah, it's two weeks in the season. He's in trouble, and they need a desperate win. They need a desperate win. The Minnesota Vikings are owing two, and that's the next game we're gonna talk about next. Minnesota Vikings going against the two oh no Tennessee Titans. The Titans, they should have blown out the Broncos the first game, even though mm-hmm. the kicker missed a couple kicks. Their defense disappointed me because Gardner Minshew and the Jaguars lit them up, and they won in overtime, right? Mm-hmm. Gave it to them. They won one. They got to win, right? I see the Vikings getting the first win against the Titans. The um, Titans are favored by three. Man, if you got balls, you take the Vikings' money line. You take the money line, and, man, who you got there? You got the I'm taking the Tennessee Titans. You taking the Titans yeah, three I'm, take, I'm taking the Titans. I've been disappointed with the way they're performing, and they're getting the W, so I have to respect that. That's why they're not a big disappointment. But I'm expecting more. But they're not them. a bigger disappointment than the Minnesota Vikings. No, they're not. They're you not. know, you lost Diggs, and now where's your offense? I mean, you have you, you don't have no good number two. Adam Thielen still being Adam Thielen. I think he's still putting up good numbers. Um, but he, I mean, you have nothing else. I mean, Dal- Dalvin Cook. I mean, you, and then the defense actually. So you have you can't utilize Dalvin Cook because you're you're playing from behind. So now you have to throw the ball. Do you trust Kirk Cousins to be the guy I mean, that throw the ball? That's like I told you, he's not looking. Uh, exactly. Not looking so like that. I so, mean, if you're playing from behind, you, you're not giving Dalvin Cook the opportunity to help you win this game because you, you you're relying on a passing offense that you don't have too many besides stealing. You don't have anybody to throw the ball to. I honestly think ownership should make a decision, right? 
on, this is what I'll do, honestly, right? You got Mike Zimmer, right? You go 0-3, especially in this division. With yep. the Bears, who are we gonna talk we're gonna talk about next? The Bears and the Packers, right? Yep. There's two quarterbacks that are coming out next year, right? Kirk Cousins is in the last year of his deal. Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. If you go 0-3 and you feel like this guy can't win, I think you should start tanking. Yeah, but I, I think yeah, I think you're putting it all on Kirk Cousins' shoulders. When I say it's actually a collective unit. The it defense is, is trash. Um, you have no secondary option at, for, at receiver. So Kirk Cousins doesn't have a lot of pieces to work with. So if you take someone else in there and, and you're not fixing anything else, then you're putting them right well, in the same situation. The notion, there's a notion where when it comes to big games as well, Kirk Cousins doesn't perform. He performed last year. He performed, yeah, a couple I mean, times. But then he had the chance to beat you know, the 49ers. And and he you said looking good in a loss, so he had a he had a good um so that Monday night game against uh Seattle Seahawks. He looked pretty good in that yeah, loss. This season he's not looking good at all. He's not. I'm just saying But I'm saying it's everything else. Saying, it's not just Kirk Cousins. What, what what how many chances do you see a great runner organization like the Vikings or another league? Go top ten in the draft and go to quarter, get a quarterback. Mostly great court, young quarterbacks. They go to horrible organizations and they get ruined. Right? Mm-hmm. Holmes fell to who? Lamar fell to who? Russell Wilson fell to who? You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Good quarterbacks that people like going to the draft and look at look at Joe Burrow. Look what's happening to Joe Burrow, right? Yeah, look, look what happened to Matthew Stafford. You get me? Look Pray what for my to, man Joe Burrow. Look what happened to Sam Bradford. That all he did was take his. This is an example I'm trying to give you, man. It's just I like seeing. High talent quarterbacks who have that potential. Look at look how lucky he was. Um, look at Washington. They got RG three, but look at the Colts. They got Andrew Luck, right? Franchise. That's yep. all I'm trying to say. Yeah. But I like the Vikings here. Hopefully, they hopefully Kirk gets his win because it's believe it or not, he's fighting for his job. And if you start owning three, I think your job's gonna be in trouble. All right. So moving on to another NFC North team, and can you know you didn't ask me the biggest embarrassment of the week. <laughs> the biggest. Uh-huh. So we're gonna get into this right now. Let's do it. The Chicago Bears is not my biggest embarrassing of the week. My biggest embarrassing team of the week was the team that the Bears are playing and the team that I have beaten the Bears, the Atlanta Falcons. How are you up? I think twenty-eight to three in a Super Bowl with two quarters to go. Two quarters is thirty minutes, right? Yep. It's hard. Let's be real. It's hard. It's thirty minutes. It's hard. That's one thing. But you're up by 15 with four minutes to go left in the game, and the mm-hmm. other team has one timeout, and the other team needs three possessions to beat you. Literally, two three possessions after they just ran a two-point conversion that did not work, that basically sealed the game. And somehow, you know, I know, because you coach, uh, you used to coach little Pop Warner, onside kick, the receiving team can jump on the ball. Mm-hmm. The kicking team needs to let the ball travel at least 10 yards. We all know this. Yep. Sorry for my language. What the fuck were they doing? Social distancing. Social distancing, right? <laughs> they were social That's distancing. Some bullshit. <laughs> You're up by 15 and you lose the game. To America's most hated team. Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Yeah. Who's been who's who's the team that they make fun of every year? Because they have one of the best rosters. And, and you just made America's most hated team, and you are becoming America's most embarrassing team. Mm-hmm. How is this possible? How is this possible? So, um, you say Kirk Cousins plans for his job. You know who needs to be coaching for his job? Dan Quinn. Behind Adam Gase, and I, and I don't think Dan Quinn's a bad coach. I think offensively, he he, he knows what he – they got that going over there. The offense on from Atlanta, it looks like they were, they're clicking good. Um but you can't continually just choke 
under those circumstances, you can't continually choke when the game is. You have like a ninety nine point nine chance of winning. And you know what's so crazy? Bro? And you lost. You know what's so crazy? Because bro? you the fundamentals just jump, just jump on the ball. That's coaching. The crazy part, they have the team to match up with the Saints. Yeah, there's defense and secondary, but they have the team before the Bucs got break to, that should be matching. That the team that should be going, they, they should be winning 11, 12 games every year. Mm-hmm. But bad coaching decisions, bad clock management. They were passing. Mm-hmm. But four minutes left in the game, like, what are you doing? If you're going to pass, you're showing a damn screen. Like, yep. I'm not even a Falcons fan. It's so frustrating how this happens to the same team over and over. It's somebody's fault because... Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, like, you're fine. And I'm not going to put that on Matt Ryan. I'm definitely I'm not, not putting put, that on not Julio Jones. Yeah, exactly. So, Well, people don't understand when the game's on the line like that, it's mostly the plays are coming from the head coach. They're setting up. So you're setting up your team to – Julio Jones, do you know that Calvin really almost has the amount of touchdowns he has yep. had in three years? Is, they can't find a way to get Julio Jones in the and, end zone. And Julio Jones had probably had the worst game of his career. Mm-hmm. That's insane. I think right now he's – I think he hamstring something. And then the injured. Bears – the Bears almost let a game go by. They were up 17-0 in the first half, and then didn't do nothing. Daniel Jones is the truth. Let's be real. He's a little, he's Ooh, a, wow, I, think wow, he's, whoa, I think he's whoa, the truth. I think it's the truth. I think it's the truth. Yeah, I think whoa. it's the truth. You know what I think is the truth? This is why I respect Daniel Jones. Hot take. This is why I respect Daniel Jones. And there's a hot take. You can say what the hell you want. Wait a minute. I'm not scared of quarterbacks who slings it. So I don't see him throwing into triple coverage. I see him if his, if his man's a one-on-one, he's going to yep. throw that shit up there. I see. That's what I see. I respect that. Man, Eli Manning wasn't throwing that ball downfield. Eli Manning would throw the ball into triple coverage, zone coverage, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now his last three years, so, he so, wouldn't pass his so five he, So he's a little smarter with the ball. I'm saying is say he takes chances. He's t- he almost brought his team back to win. The truth. And I we're gonna know. see. The, I think this year, Saquon's out. Yep. We're gonna see the real Daniel Jones. But speaking to the Bears, the Bears they just signed Devontae Freeman too. Yeah, but yep. we'll get to them later. But the Bears, like I said, you have the probably one of the best rosters in football and your quarterback is ass and your quarterback show what he's ass because you guys were up 17 nothing and you weren't, weren't able to put no more points on the board nope that's putting too much pressure on your defense to hold you down mm-hmm. and the defense is good don't I understand get me wrong, if but the game was 7-7 seven, seven, 14 like you got me as cold in the hole but the thing is you're up 17 you're up by three possessions right mm-hmm. you should be able to get at least a field goal and help your defense out because they're, they're pitching a shout out yep and it's very hard for NFL defense to pitch a shout out who man they <laughs> say like, I got the Falcons winning that game. I got the Falcons that shit. The game is close, but I honestly got the Falcons blowing them out for that reason. Not for that reason because the def- you have an elite defense when you're able to contain an offense. Yep. But you're not gonna contain the Atlanta Falcons to ten points. No. To me, high scoring games are twenty four. Yeah, if so you can contain them to twenty four points, that's a game. I mean, you're yeah, doing a job. You point out. You, yeah, you pointed out something good. So. I'm kind of like getting exhausted, uh, 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 like just rooting for, not not rooting, but picking the Falcons to win these games, and then they end, they, they continuously letting me down. But I think that offense should be able to outbeat Chicago's offense, so I'll pick the Atlanta Falcons for the third week. Please get it right. All right, so moving on to the Giants, right? A lot of people think I'm crazy, but I'm picking the Giants to be the 49ers. I'm picking and the reason why 49ers lost their two best defensive linemen. Yep. ACL, boom, yep. gone. What are the odds of that, right? George Kittle's out. George Kittle's out. Debo Samuel's out. Hey. Jimmy G isn't playing. And most starts out too. Most starts out, and I think um, Tevin Coleman's out. Look at this. The whole team. They need to check that stadium. Did you see the uh, the report? The, the NFL sent people to check the turf. They're like, what's going on? No, no, not even just the turf. So they they sent the I think an MRI truck to go check out Kittle. 
and the truck broke down. And I heard the plane, <laughs> the plane kind of like crashed through it. The plane hit something. It's, it's I don't know. It's like a black cat going over there. Man. And I got the and the Giants are four a uh, four a uh, three and a half point underdog, and I got the Giants beating the four niners tomorrow. Yep. Just like there's a lot of missing pieces. Uh, a, the whole front line is first rounders, but you're losing two top ten defensive ends in football, right? Yep. You lost your quarterback. Quarterback who who knows how to run your offense. Um, but I like Nick Mullins. He's, he's the backup. But there's no re- there's no reason the Giants should not win this game. You lost Saquon. Yep. That's it. You have your offense there. Oh, Sterling Shepard's out. You Sterling Shepard's out. He's a key co- component to that offense. But a lot of injuries, man. This this, this year. Um, it's but a, I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take the Giants for just the obvious. You know, San Francisco. Their whole team is depleted. A lot of injuries. Um, I mean, Nick Mullins. I, I got he he did play. I think it was a Monday night game uh, one year, and he he was pretty impressive. Uh, and I mean, you don't have the weapons though this year. You don't. So I'm gonna take the San Francisco. I'm gonna take uh, the New York Giants to win this game. Now I got a bold statement for our next game to cover, right? If Carson Wentz plays horrible, Philly, you need to bring in Jalen Hurts. <laughs> you have to. The way Carson Wentz has been looking the past two games. This dude is literally throwing to anybody that he sees open, but he forgets that there's other teams wearing other jerseys around. Yep. The, and then the Eagles are playing the Bengals, and this is why I'm saying this, because if the Eagles lose to the Bengals, the Eagles are a better coach team, have better players than the Bengals. There's no reason, and they're a four-point favorite, which I think the Eagles should be blown out. Some ways I'm on. Mm-hmm. They should blow out the Bengals tomorrow. But if Joe Burrow outduels Carson Wentz tomorrow, Man, man, and boss is tough. Philly's tough. Philly don't win shit. Yep, they don't. Philly is. You need to, you need to start thinking. Did we really just pay this guy quarterback who should who we consider an MVP candidate every year? Yep, and he's sticking it up. I think he's trying to force it a little bit too much. I think he's trying to prove that he's still on um, Lamar Jackson's and Patrick Mahomes level. Um, he had that one that, like he was he, he could have been MVP. MVP he could yeah he, he could have been MVP that year um, until he got hurt and it was given to Tom Brady. I wouldn't have argued with you on that one, um, but I think he's trying to force he's trying to do a little bit too much right now. Um, just dial it down just a little bit, you know, dial it down. What's bothering me is that like oh, man, this dude he has all the talent in the he world. He does, and it's like. Just play your game, man. It's like you got mm-hmm. most of these QBs play like they're in their backyard, man. And it's like let the game come to you. Don't don't try to force anything. Nah, man. Um, it, I'm gonna take Philly to win this. I'm game. gonna take Philly to win this game. Now I'm gonna treat for this matchup because um, um we're really gonna find out if they're really about this, right? It was your big your best team in the league this year. Who? Who's your best team in the league this year? You just said it earlier. Oh, the um, LA Rams. Yep, and they're playing the Buffalo I th- Bills. So I, no, I, I won't. Say it's, it's only two weeks into the yeah, into the season. I think this is not the test for the but Rams. But I feel like yeah, this is a test for the Bills. Mm-hmm. The Bills almost lost to Miami, and who would they beat the first week? I forgot who they the beat. Jets. The Jets, right? This is your real test. Yeah, so you haven't beat anybody. The Rams beat the Cowboys. Yep, and they beat the Eagles. They beat the bricks out the Eagles, right? I have the Rams winning this game. Because the Rams are a better team. What's the over? Uh, what's the spread on this? One and a half Buffalo Ooh. favorite, probably because they're in Buffalo. But I got the Rams beating them. I do got the Rams beating them. And <laughs> to play with the Rams, like, their offense is different this year. Like mm-hmm. they're getting everybody involved. Woods and Cup are getting a lot of touches. They're using. Remember how they used to use Gurley all the time? Yep. They're using Acres. They're using Brown. They're using <laughs> Kelly. They're using everybody. I think one of their backs went down. Was it Brown? Brown went down mm-hmm. or Acres? I forgot off the top of my head, but. Man, 
the Rams are serious. They're legit. And I think the way the disappointment that they had last year from the Super the Super Bowl year prior to that, they know like we need to change our offense and golf gotta be golf. Golf can sling it, man. So so yeah, I, I agree. I think they're having something similar to their Super Bowl season. Uh, but so Josh Allen right now, look at the numbers. Mm-hmm. He's 57 of 81 yep. for completion and attempts. Mm-hmm. 729 yards mm-hmm. passing. Six touchdowns, no interceptions, a 122.9 passer rating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that, I, I, I'll give you that. So it's against the Jets and the Dolphins. So it's against teams you should. But the offense looks pretty good. Now, now this week you got to throw against Jalen Ramsey. You got you to gotta worry about Aaron Donald and... A defense that's looking like they're pretty good too. So um, let's see. This is a test for the Buffalo Bills, like you said. It's a test. You got? I'm gonna take the Rams on I'm this one. Taking the Rams too. Jets and Colts. Stephon Diggs out. looks like he's fitting in perfectly though. He is. I was worried pressure. about. I'm like, okay. I was ready to point that Stephon Diggs was telling. Uh, no, John Brown was telling the offense corner, "How do we get the ball more to Diggs?" And Diggs was telling the corner, "No, I want to get the ball more to Brown." Mm-hmm. So it looks like they're getting that real continuity there. Yep. And it's working. So um. Jets and Indy, Indy got that. Jets have a possible chance to go 0-16, the way they're playing. So we're not even, the Jets, Jets suck. We're not even going to talk about the Jets. Yeah, Jets suck. I'll, I'll, pick, I'll pick Indy. For real. Um, ooh, this guy surprised me. He almost beat the Chiefs last week. Justin Herbert, Chargers. Yep, last I week liked the Chargers, it. I liked it. He made one mistake. Uh, Chargers play the Carolina um, Panthers. Carolina, I know, Chargers favored by seven. Chargers have a great roster. Justin Herbert debut last week. He matched Mahomes toe for toe. They kept him off the field, though. That's mm-hmm. what he matched him. Brady made one mistake, which was the interception. That Were you worried that KC was going to lose that game? I was not worried at all. I was like, I knew the mistake was going to happen. So, they the Chargers always, I mean, their win-loss record is horrible against the Chiefs. But mm-hmm. if you if you actually watch the game, like, if you're just looking at the numbers, you're like, oh, the, the Chiefs are going to beat the Chargers. But if you actually watch the games, like, you know the Chargers defense always plays good against Mahomes. Um, and then Justin Herbert, he came in there and he looked like a pro. He looked like he's been doing this for a couple seasons. So, he looked real comfortable in that offense. Uh, I like what I saw from him. I can't believe the Chargers were actually thinking about starting Tyrod Taylor this week, especially after the performance. And I know Tyrod's hot or hurt because mm-hmm. I guess he got a, he had a, 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 a what's it, a rib injury. Now he has a punctured lung. Yeah, because had, the doctor. Yeah, but the simple fact that Anthony Helen was thinking about starting Tyrod Taylor in week three after the performance that look look what Tyrod Taylor did against the Bengals in week one, and yep. look what Justin Herbert did against the Chiefs. So you're gonna give me a bang That's what happens shoot. sometimes. Sometimes you don't know what you have until your your your, your know, starting but, quarterback get, gets hurt. Look what happened. That's how Brady got his. No, but what I'm trying in, to say is that week two, that's fine. If we mm-hmm. started, if Tyrod Taylor started week two, I would have been fine with that. But the thing is, you saw what Tyler Tyrod Taylor did against the Bengals, right? Oh, so you did put up thirty points. Yeah. Yep. And then you saw what Justin Herbert did against a way better team, the defending Super Bowl champions. Yep. And it's like. No, Tyrod Taylor shouldn't Come be. On, right? He shouldn't be starting at all. And I got respect for Tyrod Taylor. He's a great backup, but he shouldn't be starting. No. Now, this is going to be you, fun. Who are you picking in that I'm taking the Chargers, man. This now, this is going to be fun. Chargers. <laughs> this game's going to be fun. I think it's going to go under. This is like a minus 57. But the Seattle Seahawks, no, the Dallas Cowboys are going to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And... I don't, the Cowboys are not being Seattle. In Seattle, there can be no fans. Their fans, it, it don't matter. The Cowboys are not beating the Seahawks in Seattle. The way Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson is trying to win. Hey, shout out to my boy Timmy, who doesn't think that, you know, that Russ gonna win MVP this year. Mm-hmm. He gonna win more than ten games. He's definitely gonna win MVP this year. If he keeps going at this rate, 
he's due for one. Mm-hmm. He was due for one. He cost himself. He shot himself in the foot last year. He threw like a three-pick game. Was it two? I forgot what game. I think it was like towards the end of the season. He had three games. Oh, no, Lamar. What happened was Lamar took off. Lamar had this one yep. game against the Jets. He, he threw like three touchdowns. He rushed in for two. He had this monster game that kind of sealed it. But I got the Seahawks being the Cowboys. And I see a close matchup. A close matchup. A close matchup. But Russell Wilson's going to drive him down the field goal. Drive him and kick a... A field goal, and it's going to be game over. I think the Cowboys are going to give him some competition. What do you think? Cowboys should be 0-2 right now. Let's, oh. let, let, let's get that out the way. They, but they, they're they, not. They're 1-1. They listen. They're 1-1. Yeah, but listen. They, they didn't win that game. The Falcons choked in that game. Let's be real. So, their, offensive, their, their, off, their offense looks good. Uh, I ain't going to lie. Dak Prescott, I think he's going to earn his contract this year. Uh, you have Amari Cooper. Zeke is playing pretty good. Uh, but... You're not playing. You're not beating Seattle in Seattle. No fans, fans. I don't care. You're not beating Seattle right now. Uh, Russell Wilson is playing. I think he's gonna, he's gonna end up being my MVP for the season. I, I believe. I think he's gonna get it this season. He's due for one. He's due for one. Um, and I, I, he's just gonna torch up that that Cowboy defense. That Cowboy defense isn't anything impressive. If you saw what he did to the Patriots defense, imagine mm-hmm. to the Cowboys defense. Exactly. He had that one pick six in the beginning of the game, but that was more Greg Olson's fault. And then if you looked at it, he ne- he never threw Smallish. to Greg Olson again. He said, you know, I'm not throwing to I've you again. I've never seen Russell Wilson. I'm going to say this. I think, um, and you, you can debate me on this if you want. I think Russell Wilson has the best deep ball in the NFL. So, like, I see Patrick when Patrick Mahomes throws the ball. Uh, other quarterbacks throw the ball. It's just one. It's, it's down the line. Just one zip. Accuracy-wise? Or just? No. So, when Russell, if you watch it, so when well, the deep ball, he'll throw it, but it kind of loops into yes, his hands. Yes, yes. Right? It, it catches so in his stride. It yes. catches in his stride. These other quarterbacks, like, even Cam Newton this year so far. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Matthew Stafford, uh, a lot of these other uh, quarterbacks who throw the ball—it's like just like they, they have to extend their hands to catch. Like you can break your hands catching that. I'm, I'm a real big guy of catching when you throw deep ball. Mm-hmm. If you notice, like to me, a great deep ball is when the receiver catches it in stride, not not a little pause. Literally, that the ball drops in their hand, even if the receiver has to extend their but hands. It's like Russell Wilson pinpoints it. It's called the like, dime. He drops it. Yeah, dime. all the time. It's like a piggy bank dropping a dime in a piggy bank. That's why they call it every that. year. Like for the past eight years, I just see this guy. I do it, and I'm just like, damn, like it's crazy. Hey, he he's been doing it since he came in the league, and he's not scared to throw it. He, mm-hmm. If you got the speed, and he feel like your guy can be his guy, his guy can be your guy, he's gonna do it. I know, and then they got Metcalf. They got yo, their receivers are on point right now. All right, move on to. So you got Seattle. Win, I got right? definitely got Seattle. I got Seattle win. So um, I like this matchup because I think Arizona needs to keep taking advantage before the schedule gets tough. They're playing the Detroit Lions, mm-hmm. and they got a win last week, and they won week one. You got to take advantage of these little matchups. You need to win this game because Seattle's 2-0. The Rams are 2-0, right? San Francisco 1-1, but let's not rule San Francisco out. Yeah, they lost their defensive guys, but they got they got first-rounders in that D-line, and their starters are definitely going to come back. Arizona's 2-0. Go to three and zero, and I got him going three and zero. I got him beating the lines. Spread is five and a half. I see him covering that. I like Arizona. Arizona, the quarterback, like their energy, like what's that? Kyler Murray corrected DeAndre Hopkins. He's like, oh, who made that mistake on the interception? You yeah, he's leadership. Yeah, he's that's said leadership, leadership, and that's a second-year player yep. compared to an All-Pro wide receiver. The Lions, man, they, they, I don't think they're gonna figure it out until they get Matt Patricia out of there. Until they get that's another coach. Yeah, man, that's three coaches. I don't know which one. Dan Quinn. It's crazy. Matt Patricia. Adam Gase. Those three need to be playing for their for their for their coaching. So I don't right think now. we need to break. Are you going with Arizona as well? I'm going Arizona. Uh, they'll cover, but the game will go under. All right, actually, that's a high scoring one too. Mm-hmm. So all right, so moving on. TV 12 going to Denver. He hates Denver. 
But this time, he's going to get the dub. Denver has no Drew Locke, no Cortland Sutton. Godwin will be back. You got Mike Evans. I told you, I'm giving them to week seven to develop until they play the Saints again because I think that's going to be the next time they play somebody in the division twice and somebody that they played already so that sees, you can see the adjustments. Mm-hmm. But I see them having a big game. I see them. I see Tom Brady throwing for over 300, three touchdowns, no picks, and Gronk gets one touchdown. If you're going to do it, this is the game to do it at. This week? This week against Denver. Against Denver. That's I got it. Denver upsetting you got, Tampa Bay. Uh, no. No. Brady just struggles in Tampa. Uh, Br- yeah, Br- Brady struggles in Denver. He does, but he got the crew now, and I think Fournette's going to start where I think the offense is going to okay. flow more efficiently now than what it was before <laughs> because Denver doesn't have the okay, so, to match. Okay, let, let me say this. Okay, mm-hmm. so I think Tampa Bay, if, if, you, if you're telling me that we're, we're relying on Tom Brady to throw the ball to beat Denver, I'm going to say it's not going to happen. If you're going to run the ball, play action, um, screen passes, yes, you can do that. But if, you, if you're going to rely on Tom Brady to, to, to push it down the field, it's just well, not going to happen. that's why they brought him to push it down the field. But it's not what he does. He's not, Even in New England, that's not what he did. So, uh, he hasn't done that since, like, Randy Moss okay. times. So, for game one, game the first game of the season, right, he yep. was pushing the ball down the field. Not very well. He was like, pushing a couple the ball quarters, down. but, like, he, he was, was he was pushing the ball no, down the field. Right? No, the, the, the Saints defense was locking down those okay. receivers. And then game two, he only had one deep ball threat. He only had, and that was Mike Evans. And Mike Evans was being covered crazy. Him and Gronk were miscommunication. I don't know what I think that was a bad throw on Brady, and I'll give him that little bad throw on the pick, right? He had no Godwin, right? What, what are you going to do? Scotty Miller will drop a couple deep passes that he should have caught. It's like, no, nah, man. We'll see. if well, He's in this offense to gun it. And let's be honest. Bruce Arians says this is a gunning offense. You want to throw a ball. Tom Brady's time. not a gunning quarterback. Well, he was when he had Randy Moss, and that's why. That, how go, long ago was that? I'm with how you. How long ago was that? You. That's what I'm trying to tell you. In this offense, that's what Bruce Arians is Belichick knew what Tom Brady was. That's why he called the offense that he did. That's why he's calling a different offense no, no, now. Are, that, you, are you but, really going to compare the Patriots weapons to the. Are you really comparing the Patriots weapons to the. All I'm saying is they're making it work. Okay, but look how the game is. Tom, the, the, the same why, team is still there. Why are they and Cam is making it work. Why are they making it work? Cam is making I, it work. I, I made this in, I made Because this. they adjusted the offense. Exactly. They changed so the offense. How did they adjust the offense? Because they're more versatile, right? Because now all Brady can do is beat you with his arm, right? This guy can mm-hmm. beat you with his legs, right? And that's what I'm saying. I don't so think, that opens the field. Yes or no? I, I don't think Tom Brady's going to be... He's not going to do it this week. If you're a cornerback and you're guarding a wide receiver and Cam Newton's out of the pocket, he's about to run, you're going to leave your matchup because you think you're gonna, you think Cam's going to run. And once Cam sees that you're coming to, Cam's going to throw the ball. Brady can't do that. That's why Brady's in this offense because he got these wide – let's be real. The Bucks wide receivers are better than the Patriots wide receivers. Am I wrong? Yeah. They are. And, what, and most of them run for like four twos, four threes. Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. That's the whole point for him to – Push it down the field. Listen, so, I think uh, just this. This is just my opinion. Um, it is. I think, but I'm arguing. Listen, this is my opinion, right? Um, I think they need to stop doing. I, I, and I get Bruce Arians is the coach, and you don't want Tom Brady to overshadow you. Why don't you just ask Tom Brady what do you want us to do? What kind of offense do you want us to run? Right? Like, let, do things that that help Tom Brady. That Tom Brady's good at. Don't ask him to do things that he hasn't done before. He's an old. Like, I can see if he was still a little a little bit younger, but it's it's hard to adjust to the things as you get older. And I think I'm seeing that with Tom Brady right now. He he might not even be in decline. It's just you, you didn't have any. It's the same thing like I said with Drew Brees. You, you you didn't have the preseason. You didn't have too much of the off off season. And you're asking a quarterback to do things that he hasn't usually done in years because the offense prior to that was not the same offense. They were 
think and dunk. So uh, th- there's going to be a learning adjustment and stuff like that. But why not just ask Tom Brady, hey, can we do can we do some of the things that you did in New England? Like, fill him in on that. And we'll see throughout the weeks. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Drew Brees, Sunday night matchup, Green Bay Packers versus New Orleans Saints. Uh, New Orleans is favored by three. I'm going to take the Packers on this. Because from what I saw on Tuesday, what I saw on Monday was mm-hmm. – I saw Drew Brees. The only reason the, the Saints were in that game was because of Alvin Kamara. There was no Sanders. There was no Cook. Mm-hmm. There was no Thomas. The offense, they, he, and it's not true, but he just showed that his offense is Kamara and Thomas. So if Thomas not there, all you have to do is take Kamara out the game. And the Green Bay Packers have good defensive end, but they have strong linebackers that are fast and strong that can get to Kamara. Mm-hmm. And the way Rodgers been balling, this it's only two weeks, but his month of September has been good. I see, I see the Packers beating the Saints, not by a lot, driving down field goal, same thing like that. I think it's going to be close. I think they're going to go tit for tat because Drew Brees is hearing the radio. He's seeing what people are saying. He's, he's going to use it as a chip. Mm-hmm. But the way Aaron Rodgers is playing right now, man, I'm, I got to take Rodgers. I have to. I, I know you know you're going to take your Saints because you're loyal, but I, I have to take Rodgers, man. Yeah, the, the Packers are, and the Packers are whipping everybody's ass where they're playing. Yeah, so don't don't get me wrong. I, I see what the Green Bay Packers are doing. I see what Aaron they're Rodgers making statements. Is doing. To I see more where Aaron Jones is doing. Aaron Jones is having a career. I think he's he's having this is um uh, don't you find a contract scary? season. Don't you find that scary that if Aaron Rodgers is down against the Packers and the, against the Vikings, and then you have what Aaron Jones did last week mm-hmm. to the Lions, right? And I say you think all that comes together because it has to come together against a team like the Saints. Mm-hmm. That's what I find scary. And from what I saw with Drew Brees is that just give it a camera, make camera, make it. So happen. last last week, uh, the Saints defense got kind of. I mean, so they were on the field a lot. So obviously because the, the Raiders they controlled the time of possession, so you, you're gonna get gassed out. So I think that's that's what really kind of happened to them. And then the penalties, they gotta fix up those penalties. I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong. I like the type of defense that the Saints are playing. They're playing very aggressively, you know, like like in your face. Let, let's get it in. Um, but you're, you're, you're going to get called a lot of the times on stuff like that, you know. Sometimes the refs, they, they let it go. Sometimes they don't. Against Aaron Rodgers, I think they're going to call stuff like that. You know, Aaron Rodgers is the king of getting the penalties on you. So, um, I think if the Saints can control themselves, don't get, to, don't get penalized too much, they should win this game. Yeah, the best game of all the games is going to be on Monday night. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs going to Baltimore to play the Rams. That's going to be a hell of a game. I, I want to make it clear. I had the Chiefs winning that game. This is going to be a big test for Lamar. And the reason mm-hmm. why, not obviously he has to beat Pat Mahomes here. One of those games were close, and then last year they blew him out. This should have been the AFC Championship game. Yep. And this is why I say it's going to be a big test. Both of these games that Lamar has played, the teams have been leading, right? Mm-hmm. Now what happens if you're trailing? I want to see how he's going to move the offense. If you're trailing by multiple points, not trailing mm-hmm. by seven, because if you're trailing by a touchdown or a three or a field goal, you know, you can push your offense the same yep. way. This, 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 through my homes, look at where I'm starting because it's, it's hard for me to but, say. But you believe that you, you said Baltimore is the, the best team. Yes, yes, okay. yes. But the thing is, my, my issue with Lamar is always when you're in those trenches, right, and you're down. Are you able to bring me back? Yeah, I can see. Well, a lead, you can keep me a lead. I see. It. He's playing. He hasn't made a mistake. He's throwing the ball more, right? Are you able to bring me back? Because at some point, let's be real. At some point in this game, they're going to be down two touchdowns. Yeah. I don't know when, but it's gonna happen. It's it's just gonna happen because this offense, if they get a three and out on you, what what's the over on this game? Uh, fifty four and a half. I don't think it's gonna go fifty four and a half because Baltimore wants to run the ball. Baltimore knows we can't go tip for tower. Yep. They know that. So Lamar's game is running. I think Lamar's gonna have more. He has gonna have more rushing yards combined this game than when he had the first two games. 
Because the whole point is to keep Pat Mahomes off the field. How do you do that? Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And you got Dobbins, Ingram, who, who lit up last week. Ingram yep. and Dobbins. Ingram showed up last week. You got him. But if you turn the ball over one or two times, you're going to be down by 20 to 21 points. Easy. So you're picking the Chiefs? I'm definitely picking the Chiefs. I'm but in a close game, I think he's going to battle out. I think he's going to. I'm taking big trust. I'm taking, I'm taking the Ravens in this game. Taking you think he's finally going gonna to get his double with Mahomes? I think so, yeah. I think um, he, he's actually been he's been proving you wrong these past two games. I, yeah, he's been, I said it. I, I admitted it. He's been he's been throwing he's been, the ball more. He's been throwing the ball. Again. Yep. But and the running still, game is still working. And if I'm if I'm Baltimore, I look at the last week's game and see what the Chargers did to slow down that uh, that Chiefs offense because it's possible. That's what makes me feel good because Pat Mahomes had probably the worst game that we see him have. Mm-hmm. He still came. He's a comeback king. He well, not, not not the king, but, but he's a comeback kid so right that's, now. That's what's gonna give him. Yeah. I'm playing the Ravens, mm-hmm. the guy who they think a lot. Some people think that he's better than me. Not a lot of people, but some people think that Lamar Jackson is the best QB in the league. I don't. Man, you you threw for two something yards, you know? Mm-hmm. You threw, I think he even threw a pick last week, too. Man, is this your time to shine? Air that shit out. Show him, like, hey, he's never going to touch you. In this. I got him doing that. I got him so playing that. So you got like Kansas City Chiefs Kansas and City I got the Baltimore Ravens. Yes. Okay. And that's where we wrap up. Let's go. Harlan keeps talking with Matt because you hear the music play, but. I like to talk with Mac. You can find us on Twitter at eight underscore keeps talking. Hit him with the Instagram. What is it? It is Arlen keeps talking underscore with Mac on Instagram. And you can find my Facebook page, our Facebook page at Arlen keeps talking. We'll be back next week to recap. Hopefully, we'll be starting the NBA Finals week four and breaking down week three. And MLB playoffs are starting. We don't talk so much baseball because there's so many games. And he probably fall asleep. Well, he'll break down some playoffs. He's gonna, he does his homework. He's gonna break and down. We got a UFC fight to break down tonight. Fight to break down as well. We got a lot of stuff going in. Finally, keeps talking with Matt. Have a good one.